0: vulture mark welcome to the infinite web of the internet finally yeah at last free at last Uh uh-huh where are we that's what i was going to ask you where are we where is it good to be
1: well i was saying or are we are we free at last oh um where are we hmm that's a deep question Potentially at the center of everything, I guess.
0: Are you at, yeah. You're at the center or I'm at the center? Or we're each at the center? I think we're both at the center. I think, isn't like Whit- Whitford City Shopping Center the center of the universe?
1: Yeah. That huge granite bowl fountain thing.
0: Yeah. This is pretty. Sorry? Um, That's pretty niche. Pretty niche. True. Mm. But, uh. But hey, you know, people living in the vicinity, the northern suburbs, probably, nah, definitely. Well,
1: Balga and Caranop, well,
0: Caranop would have a different allegiance, I guess, yeah. Yeah, be offended. We're not talking about their shopping Mm. centre. So um, welcome uh, all third parties to Rendezvous with Jamie McGlue or with Mark McGlue. Maybe we'll change the title for today. Rendezvous with Mark McGlue. So, this is my wow. beautiful twin brother. So, um,
1: thank you for having
0: me. Oh, you're very welcome. So, I think we should begin with some. I forgot the theme music. Uh, I forgot to make right. up some theme music and pretend it was pre prepared for episode three. Uh huh. So, I guess we can make up for that now. So,. Well, you can.
1: I mean, here's the thing with uh, the logistics of audio over the internet. Yeah. If you play guitar, I'll sound out of time to you. You would sound out in time to me if I played. So should I get my guitar? Unless you want to do it and I'll just nod like this.
0: I think um, I will give a theme song and then you can give a theme song. and then whichever one is superior we can have like a public vote um probably like maybe you know two people will comment on youtube and then hopefully an an even an odd number and then you know you can say whichever one basically i'll change the name of the podcast to mark McGlue if yours is better
1: okay sounds
0: good rendezvous guess who we're gonna be seeing it's a gonna be you it's gonna be me it's gonna be Ramses and assorted trees trees yeah you heard it right at least they're out of sight but i can see them the many plants in my room and they're giving me good vibrations which i'm sending out with the Rendezvous with Jamie McGlue. All right, there we go. Your turn. Uh, okay,
1: give me a second. Thank you, Claire.
0: Thank you, Claire. Um,
1: shout out to my friend Rosie's guitar. Yeah, that's what I, was, I,
0: I kept meaning to ask, hey, what is that guitar? Technically not the mine, but... Um, Hurley logo.
1: Yeah, it's got Hurley. I mean, we won't get sued for that. Let's see. Now I think I'm cheating a little because technically I came up with this little melody the other day. But let's see. What is it? Well, you know it's it's a roly poly world. All the boys and girls. in, no. Ready? Three, yes. four. It's a roly poly world. All the girls and boys sit wishing, twin to wishing. Roly poly world, all the boys and girls, sitting, wishing, dreaming to win.
0: Beautiful. You definitely win. That's excellent. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll see. You agreed to the voting. You
1: agreed to the voting system, which we all know.
0: The voting system is real and works. Definitely. It's actually I mean, representative i mean i'm not one of those um conspiracy theorists or whatever or, what is that uh, i keep hearing about that a lot i think con is comes from um spanish and spiracy mm-hmm. is from like spyro like that dragon game so it's like uh, with yeah. the dragon and then theorist i think is like mm-hmm. um propaganda in ciaes you know
1: mm-hmm.
0: so it's like something about yeah with the dragon of the you know, the, the central intelligence agency, something like that. Right. Okay. So there's uh yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. So anyway, but, uh, I think, uh, do you want to hear a joke? Uh, oh, yeah. Okay.
1: Um, so, uh, so someone walks into a bar and says, Oh, excuse me, uh, barkeep. I just got a couple questions and the bartender says, Sorry, we don't serve conspiracy theorists here. And, uh, yeah, that's a joke.
0: Amazing. I love that joke. I
1: still don't know what a conspiracy theorist is, but I like the joke, so, yeah.
0: Yeah, I think uh, it is a taboo which is used for intellectually lazy people to avoid having to explain their um, views, which may or may not be correct, their views, but it's, Mm -hmm. you know... um, but yeah, it's like a, that's what it is, right? It's like a, well, yeah. m- lowering yourself to the level of emotion, so, uh, ad hominem, right? Attacking the man rather than the idea.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. I think ridicule is an easier response than intellectual investigation. I mean, something, whether it's true or not, even having to investigate it, kind of involves risk and... Yeah, I think it's easier for a lot of people to, whether it's true or not, just be like, ah, oh, ridicule it. Because, you know, generally people just want to get on with their life and
0: not yeah. look under the rock or whatever. Yeah, not not fly on the rug. Not, you know, a whole new world. Rug? Yeah, I did say rock, but rug Oh, too. rock. Yeah. Oh, look under the rock, yes. True. Um, mm. Where some people have been living, be like... Oh my god how many people are living under here <laughs> you know, yeah. sorry to disturb you billions billions yeah well god's well, god's god sitting on a rock he's like we're all living under god's rock i guess <laughs> yeah rock of ages Amen. yes indeed um um mm-hmm. yeah so you're saying it's easy uh No, it's risky, you're saying.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, you know, realistically, yeah, there is the, in one sense, people not wanting to consider new ideas is, you know, that's just the way it is often with, like it seems with the human psyche. You know, whether it's uh, just that you're in a relationship and you don't want to consider that what the other person is saying is true Uh, because it's difficult to comprehend emotionally. So there's this connection between intellect and ideas and reasoning. And then there's the subconscious at work of emotions. So there are emotional reasons you might not want to look at something because it's going to threaten your worldview or even just your view of yourself. And so if you can project your emotions outwards by either like, Criticism of someone else, say in a relationship, or ridicule of another person in, within a society if they're trying to bring in new ideas. Or question the current prevailing status quo. Um, mm-hmm. That, yeah, it is easier to kind of project outwards than to allow something to come in towards you in many ways, I think. And, uh, yeah, there's, there's yeah. that aspect to um,
0: yeah seems like your we have our narratives about like what's happening and what's real and then Mm -hmm. when when that's challenged it's kind of i guess it involves a lot of like intellectual work sometimes to like you have to consider like oh maybe the structures needs to be edited but then also the very idea that the structure could be wrong some people find that very intimidating they're like You know, if you've got a culture of like open mindedness and intellectual curiosity and truth seeking, I think especially if you're aware that underneath everything, the truth is just exit your mind outside of your skull, the truth is it's just here, you know? Like, um, just meditate, go into your breath for 10 seconds, and then the truth is there, you know? So it's like you're not worried about like the chaos because you're like, no, it's all the mind is just an approximation, logic's useful for kind of a certain level of analysis but the truth is here it is what it is whether we know it or not but I think maybe some people the idea that their view in their mind of things could not be correct is kind of like mildly terrifying so there's that fundamental fear is brought up also they think someone's pushing onto their turf their territory so the reptile instincts kick in of like defend then also what you're Mm -hmm. saying which is interesting is like you made me think of like that maybe people have these emotions which could be from like, oh, I'm wrong. I might be wrong or like, or whatever it is, or kind of like um, the unknown of intruding in, like what? This is, this is a thing that's true. You're telling me that something I believe is wrong and then also that my very mechanism by which I judge what is true could be an error. Like How did I let that through? How did I fall into error? That calls into question other things then. I might be wrong about other stuff too, if you're correct. Um, then the emotions brought up by that in a wise person, I think it generates the response to um, consider the opinion and check, is it true or not, right? Either I'll liberate myself from an illusion or I'll go, no, no, they're wrong, you know, and maybe I can help them, liberate them from their illusion. Um, But maybe often people go, they cook up another narrative or their subconscious does to explain away the emotion. Like, oh no, this emotion's here because that person's doing something wrong or or their Exactly. so
1: you know you can just print a new label and put it on the jar and be like that's what's inside exactly it's actually (laughs) you know it's actually just frustration because you're so dumb but really it's shame because I don't want to think consider that that you might be right or the idea Mm. so powerful emotions you know which the whole thing of new ideas or belief systems being challenged I think human beings are 99% emotional, yet they think they're 1% emotional, you know, and 99% emotional, 1% reason or logic a lot of the time, particularly Mm. if you're flying on autopilot and you're just going with your programming, which leads me to the other thing I was going to say where, you know, yes, um, say as far as any challenging idea or someone being labeled a conspiracy theorist because they're, Considering ideas that are outside of the mainstream, they could be totally wrong, you know, hypothetically, um, which is very common, uh, or quite right, which is also common. Mm -hmm. You know, there are examples of that. Yeah, and people could be doing that because of the intellectual dishonesty and the emotional, you know, immaturity for lack of a less judgmental sounding word that response to be like, oh, I don't want to think about this, so I'm going to project ridicule, um, or some other blanket emotion to not have to deal, actually be like, I deal with the situation, that you are either in error of a belief, or your behavior, or, you know, there's something to be reconsidered. But the other aspect is that, in this day and age, uh, I think, you know, it does appear like um, people are somewhat you know trained or and encouraged to ridicule someone who's considering an idea that threatens the system like Mm -hmm. if there's something that makes lots of money um, and someone wants to criticize that hypothetically if they're on they have good grounds to criticize it regardless there will often people in those situations will be called a conspiracy theorist just for because it's uh, in a survival sense if you are a powerful corporation, you'd be like, oh, you know, yep. conspiracies. Uh, that is also an aspect at play, I think, where it's not just that people are... That in response to ridicule someone is their own idea, their own response. There is seemingly an aspect, you know, where... Which is probably just how it's always been with the powerful. Once upon a time, was the king. You can't ridicule the king. Mm-hmm. And there's propaganda of the king is superhuman or something. And so... Yeah, I think certainly in this day and age people ridicule certain ideas because they're told to ridicule those ideas.
0: Right. And it's yep. practical. And I think part of that is it's like it slips in, you think it's your own, like how much of our opinions are ours and how much of that is actually, it's just mm. what you were taught by mummy and daddy and they were taught by their mummy and daddy or you're taught at school, you know, um, you know, like uh you know, if you've got um, a bunch of 13-year-olds, uh, you know, some French 13-year-olds, Australian 13-year-olds, um, Irish 13-year-olds, German 13-year-olds, whatever, Chinese 13-year-olds, put them all together and go, all right, talk about what you learn in maths class. All right, great. Um, same stuff. Probably, it seems like China's probably doing more difficult maths, but basically it'd be the same. Like the Korean and Japanese students I have, they're like, man, Canadian maths is amazing. Like it's so easy. They're like two years behind crazy like literally two years behind anyway yeah um but uh but you know and then like what are you learning in science class or grammar class okay same stuff what are you learning in history class or in politics it's like well i learned that you know and like then you probably go oh wait a minute we're all being taught different stuff i was taught this is the reason for this war you were taught that you were taught that this was a good thing you're taught that's a bad thing and that's where we start to see public schools Hmm. you know the certain of course just like with ourselves, we're going to be biased to some extent because it's part of the ego and the ego is to some extent, it's out of whack, of course, I think in this age, it's below, you know, in general, we need to kind of trim the v- virulent uh, uh, growth of our um, uh, the ego, but like you do need, you know, it's a natural thing, you know, like um, for us to be part of this, you know, material universe here, to have the sense of individuated self, you know, but whatever, but, there's like that kind of national sense of self, which has a certain, of course, like uh, instinct, natural instinct of of tribal kind of thing of, this is our story and this is what keeps us organized. We're the good guys, of course, we're always the protagonist. But um, but the point being, yeah, like there's certain things that slip in where it's like you're taught things and you think you're taught at such young age, then you don't realize maybe later on like, uh, oh, I just thought that was my choice to ridicule say conspiracy theorists, but actually maybe that was inserted as a program somewhere earlier on. Um, but, uh, the thing I was going to say as well, um, that, yeah, I think it is a natural thing. Like you say, you know, like the Kings had their propaganda thing or whatever, but like say money and corporations, if you're a corporation and you don't have, you're not devoting, you're devoting 0% of your money to public relations and influencing politicians, et cetera, you're not playing the game. You're not competing with everyone else. You're going to get taken over by people who will do that. Yeah, so, you're not representing your shareholders. Exactly.
1: Maximize
0: their And As per your mandate, you know. That's it. It's kind of like an evolutionary pressure where, you know, I think to some extent there are bad actors. There are people who are selfish. They just want money. They'll do whatever they want, sell their country down the river for it. There are people who, are, you know, maybe enjoy doing bad things. It gives them a kick to pollute a river, maybe. but I think they're in the extreme minority. I'd say the majority of people who do bad things, they either think it's a, for, for the good or, or um they're just like hey look if i don't do it someone else will and that is actually true i think like uh i don't think you should i think you should boycott this, the system and just do, build a better system but but like say so there is a ceo who's like well okay i'm going to do the right thing and i'm going to stop you know um doing whatever and this um i'm i'm not going to encourage the ridiculing of people who are i'm not going to call someone a conspiracy theorist or a pseudoscientist or a quack doctor or whatever I'm not going to have be part of that system of um, of kind of um, bending and warping the truth, um, or whatever it is, just any bad influence, um, then if that's cutting down on the profits of the corporation, um, the board, even if the board like you, the shareholders, they're, they're looking for um, as much profit as soon as possible, and they're going to vote you out and put in someone who will play ball. Um, yeah, or, or if the shareholders are really cool that you're probably going to market share is going to shrink because the majority the mass sorry to just cut you off but the mass the majority of the psychology i think is in favor of profit so um but you can find niche markets of more conscious people who would support businesses like that i think i think it comes back to the need for like individual psychological and spiritual maturity as the, the mm-hmm. solution for all these things you know
1: yeah and value to the shareholder for one one man's uh You know, trash is another man's treasure, or whatever. One person's uh, treasure is another person's trash. Like the if someone is more spiritually minded and they have different ethics and principles, then if they were going to invest their money, they would be wanting some. It would be following a different system of value, not just how much money you're going to make me, but how are you going to make me that money? Yeah. Am I gonna, you know, invest in a company that say is you know hurting the environment or hurting people and they make lots of money but it's deeply unethical um, if not even criminal Mm -hmm. Um, and if you you know a lot of people wouldn't increasingly I think aren't going to want to be involved in that sort of thing Um, because it's not like it's necessary to be involved in unethical operations even as like a very vague you know tangential kind of accessory to it you don't need to be involved in that and i think in general the way the universe is moving all that older system of profits at the expense of the earth or the expense of relationships or the expense of the spirit of the human being all that stuff's just going to fall away i think um so you Absolutely. know so there is there are new systems which will follow the same archetype but to a more positive uh, ends as the whole zeitgeist changes and human consciousness rises
0: yeah and i think it's like it was a necessary step towards like this efficiency and you know like how can we create these structures which are insanely good at developing technology and systems that pull people up out of poverty etc or whatever but like um it's like the you know um say you you need to you've got a, a sheet of paper and you're trying to make a curve okay you cut it once now you've got like three sides right and then you the, the, those two corners you cut and now it's closer to a curve and then you cut those corners so you're getting closer and closer to the ideal of this curve you know um, or 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 you could say kind of like the pendulum metaphor going too far this way too far back either way it's like an iterative process where you're getting closer to the ideal I think yeah the next step for sure is going like well this is doesn't really make sense because we're hurting when you yeah we're hurting ourselves and when you get more aware and suffering generates awareness so we're the suffering of the earth and the suffering of our countries mm-hmm. and ourselves as individuals and families I think it's generating this awareness that like something's got to give and so yeah like it's for sure I think there's this incre- um, increasing awareness of the need for institutions business or educational or government or whatever which actually are grounded in integrity and honesty and um sustainable service to the benefit of the whole of the planet and humanity mm-hmm. etc and not just saying that like you know like which is that's funny that's the next step you know like the current step a lot of them are just talk, lip service you know
1: Virtue signaling yeah
0: yeah um
1: yeah i mean it's kind of like and you know for the record there are d- a lot of these corporations are deeply criminal you know like let's just say call it what it is i think there is definitely that aspect yes too and that's because it's come from this kind of cowboy mentality culture that we're like talking about moving beyond as people become more sensitive to their interconnected nature to all things and all other beings you know that it's not just about me if i'm like really successful but i'm trampling on everyone around me to get there i won't be able to sleep at
0: night and, Unless you, you take know. pills.
1: There's pills for <laughs> which that. Which makes a lot of money <laughs> for somebody, yeah, I don't know. It's a beautiful know.
0: system. Um, yeah. And, and um, of course, you don't mean everyone in the corporation is a criminal, but... No, no, no. The there is... Oh, there's just... It's... Minority.
1: There is going to be some criminal aspect to anything which makes a huge amount of money, or, like, at least in the, in the sense of these corporations. There are examples. Like, there are court cases, you know. Yeah. Um, where it's like charges of fraud or, you know, conspiracy to do this or that. Mm-hmm. So if you went through the historical record of different legal cases with different corporations, you would find some percentage of it there was criminality involved, and you would find that in you know probably any sort of system, any situation where there's a way to make money. Um, I remember like when we were kids, and I had bought this uh, diamond shiny Pokemon card with this butterfly thing on it. And I paid a lot of money for it and it turned out it wasn't even real, it was counterfeit. So I got I got punked, you know? Well So there's there's someone making a criminal angle at the Pokemon card game. Rock and it. it. So of course you're gonna find that in any sort of thing most likely is there's that part of a human being that's like, Hey, I could like do this dishonestly and like make money. So I think that happens to an extent. But of course not, you know the majority of um, people involved in corporations would not be criminal. Yep. But I think there is room for greed and, you know, uh, me over you sort of thing. And, yep. uh, yeah, I think eventually that, that will be, it gets transcended as people become more self-aware because what I do to you, I do to myself on some level. For sure. Well, at least currently, I, I think it would be disingenuous to be like, Oh you know like uh, and avoid apples kind of, the elephant the elephant in the room that obviously you know you listen to your politicians and like oh that was a politician's answer You're like what what on earth do you mean oh you know you basically avoided the question and essentially just tried we asked,
0: to we asked them twice and they 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 had a reasonable enough it didn't trigger our annoyance that much so all right fair enough they passed the test we'll get we'll ask we'll try again next time we can't ask yeah, them three so times that would be rude you know
1: so we're running out of time we're On to the next
0: question yeah so yeah. Jana, we're gonna to have to cut up cut, uh, i'm not gonna give yeah. you another interview if you keep being so sassy you know like yeah uh, so all right so any like any honest
1: conversation around like i don't know the modern culture or what we're talking about here with as far as uh ideas or when there's power or money at stake that, you know, someone being, we got onto this tangent from conspiracy theorists or anyone who's being sort of silenced, you don't need to be a conspiracy theorist, you could just be inconvenient and being silenced because you're getting in in the middle of uh, profits. It could be you're a domestic terrorist because you're chaining yourself to a tree in the Amazon, for instance. Oh, you're a domestic terrorist you're just inconvenient so whatever name is going to help make you conveniently out of the way that is going to happen in a system where there's a lot of money at stake and where people are coming from the level of consciousness we currently are at. where we are tending to be even our own selves like i could speak for myself you know sometimes i get frustrated with people or i'm like oh you know and it's me against them for that moment until i'm like wait a second we're all we're all kind of the same, so what I'm I'm really at like just war with myself if I'm feeling that. So zooming it Zoom. out, bring it back into what we're talking about that, that that would be changing as time goes on. But currently, you know, there is some sort of misconduct, I would say.
0: You know? Absolutely. Um Yeah. I uh had a point, but I lost it. But uh True. I think I think uh my voice
1: sounds
0: really good I just yeah. yeah, just uh just yeah, yeah. lost in the caramel creaminess of your um eloquence. Um but uh yeah, I was gonna say um that yeah, so being at war with ourselves if we judge and um that it is a natural thing, uh for this oh, what was it? Um, well whatever it'll come to me but uh,
1: but yeah Yeah, and then the, we we're sort of dipping a, to sort of breach the surface of the idea of like you know changing consciousness or people becoming more um, self-aware and that it is a natural kind of thing for now you know the, the way people sort of interact I guess that there is a bit of me over you or, you know.
0: Yeah, right. So, yeah, I remember it was um, that, you know, to give the devil his due, like, what's the other, or his due, uh, his foggy mountain due. um, uh, The other side is, I think, if you asked, all right, if we had some dude with, like, a muffled voice and, you know, in silhouette being like, yes, I am the secret head of some certain... You know, a devious corporation or whatever. Um, mm. Like, what would they say in their defense? Um, I suspect there would be certain people who would say, "Well, like, actually, um, basically, uh, this is nature. We're in the jungle. You have mm-hmm. the you have the ethic of a, a servant or a peasant who would prefer the king wasn't a king or they weren't kings." but I have the ethics of a king and my, my rules are different and they, you know, yours are convenient for you, mine are convenient for me, they're, they're, you know? And they would say like, okay, um, we, are, we are following the rules of the game, but it's just that um, part of the game is that I'm not telling you what the game is, right? So mm-hmm. you think the game is, and most people think the game is you know like fair competition et cetera, but no the the game is actually this. I'm secretly exploiting you. I'm telling you this is what I'm doing, but I'm actually you know um creating a little like someone else said this recently. I was listening like uh you know, give your enemy like a a virtual reality to live in. you trick them about what that try and confuse them about what you're up to. And so that they're not living in the real world. They're living in this little virtual reality of what they think is happening between right. them and you. And it's so...
1: It's almost like Sun Tzu. Sorry? It's almost Sun Tzu, you know, appear yeah. weak when you're strong and strong when you're
0: weak. Well, indeed. Mind,
1: yeah. mind fuck the opponent, basically.
0: Indeed, yeah, yeah. Um, but I think, yeah, the, the, there would be people who feel like, uh, look, all's fair in love and war. And um, basically... Where is it written that I need to tell you what we're doing? But yeah, we're trying to. We're competing with you fairly, but part of that competition is that we're telling you that you know these are the boundaries of the game, but they're not the real boundaries of the game. We're actually, yeah, we um the the state apparatus, which I think is um, far too big. It's very expensive. Take we we're, we're taxed far more than we need to. Hundred years ago, only very wealthy people were taxed income tax. Now we're all giving away enormous amounts of our money and we have to spend huge amounts of time, you know, sorting out the paperwork, etc So, and there's so many other hidden taxes on things and not to mention inflation where they print money, which is taxing our money. You know, all of our dollars, each of them is worth yeah. less every time they print more. Been, and they and know, who
1: prints it anyway? Um, I think I, it must inflation. be the government,
0: no? It couldn't be private corporations, could it?
1: What? Uh, yeah, central bank, central central bank. Oh, my head! Back into the left. <laughs> um, yeah. um,
0: yeah, central banks. Intent. People like yeah, even the the word central bank. Like, hmm. I think very few people n- know what that means. I heard that for years. I was like, oh, central bank. Okay, it's a bank, right? Mm-hmm. No, different to a, a normal bank. Look up what a central bank is. You know, watch a few documentaries. Like, oh, oh, I didn't. I never. I never learned about these in school. Um, yeah. But, but point being like that the state is i think bloated and you know not actually useful and if it was more lean and we, we kept 80% more um, we paid 80% less tax we got 80% less or the government did 80% less stuff you know that, like, i think it would be better but anyway that's neither here nor there point is the state's very involved in our lives and the 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 the, the, the idea is like oh it's separate to the, the market but no, it's actually part of the market and the, the corporations have bought the state, you know, through electoral campaign funding or through, you know, like whining and dining or through private contracts or like, oh yeah, we'll do this service for you and getting influence or whether it's the revolving door of people working in a corporation then they work in the state and they go back to the corporation or whatever it is, um, they're basically the, or, or cultural influence where they can control you know university funding for grants for studies for certain th- whatever controlling the zeitgeist the point being the, the money and power surprise surprise actually doesn't um, respect the boundary of you know public versus private the whole thing is secretly kind of private um, influenced within the market and so you know I think that's anyway point being that we're we're playing this game um, and I think that would be they would say, "Oh, oh you know, it's all it's all fair," you know. Um, but they're missing the, the fact that they're doing it to themselves. I think.
1: Right. I mean, and it is fair in a sense that it keeps the story moving and everyone learning. Mm-hmm. And it's like if I make a mis- mistake, if I if I'm in an abusive uh, sort of friendship of some variety, someone who doesn't treat me well. Uh, I kind of. There would be a vacuum that would be created, and if that person left, that would be filled by someone similar, you know, because we need to learn lessons in life, and I think this, you know, the spiritual aspect to all this, which is, I think, essential, um, and effectively undeniable. If you're, if you're willing to look into it, I think there is. It is just the most rational conclusion, and. That the universe is in, is uh, fundamentally meaningful and aware, and that the fact of something instead of nothing is more or less synonymous with God, you know. Um, in that context, then these if someone treating you poorly, or a corporation treating uh, the you know the market poorly, being like dis- dishonest, or a government treating their people poorly it's all kind of within a, a larger context of evolution. So, yeah, when, if a, like you're saying, they would someone might, you know, in their private confession, be like, yeah, well, all's, you know, fair and love and war or whatever the expression is, you know, mm-hmm. this is just the law of the jungle and that, but they don't realize they're doing it to themselves. I think it's, and they don't realize they're doing it to themselves, but it is fair because it is uh evolution and we have some com some role when we look away from something It's like the politician not you know you say hey what where does policy come from does it, it seems the policy is spoon fed to the people and then the the all the ads go on tv and all this so the people think they want you know do you want a or b you know or do you do you agree with this point or do you disagree it's like well hang on a second there's a third option why are we talking about this point why aren't we talking about Who makes the money? Why are we getting taxed if you can print it out of thin air? Is this like institutionalized classism? Who owns the government? Are you really representing us? You know, is is there an elite class that has a large persuasion over corporations and governments or any of these questions? I mean, yeah, I think uh, if you don't look at that, and you turn away when you see something like the politician being dishonest and avoiding the question you you know oh, that's not right but you just deal with it then you are co-creating that situation of an abusive relationship you know by your acquiescence basically Absolutely. so in that sense it is kind of a little rough the foul play in the world just like when a, a lion rips the throat out of a deer you're like oh don't do it but i guess it's beautiful in some way you know because yeah it's like more and real at least it's not like the phony you no know, there's a lot of phoniness these days you
0: know you're a psychopath oh my god <laughs> <laughs> um should join a corporation no um <laughs> yeah. yeah but there are good corporations i think by the way like not all corporations i think are infected with like malice and corruption you know right. well, i'd well, say but yeah, it's like there's going to be a, a bell curve or whatever within corporations of small number of people are really ethical, small number of people are really unethical, most people in the middle somewhere, and then across the whole industry or every industry, there'll be like a minority which are really good, a minority which are really dark, you know? Um, Seems the way it works. Probably organized with golden, you know, sacred geometry and golden ratios. (laughs) Yeah, probably. I mean, it's that whole thing of, you know, if
1: you wanna learn about ethics or what is virtuous, if you want to be able to embrace the spectrum and look at what is unethical to, you know, fertilize your ideas of what ethics are, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like a lot of this stuff, it's not with judgment or as if everything's bad or everything's all good. Yeah. It's spectrum and, you know, the whole point is just learning and observation. Absolutely. So, you, know, you sweet want to go... Sour. Yeah, exactly. So, I think a lot of there are a lot of um topics which seem controversial but they don't they needn't be you know mm-hmm. because it's all natural you know um yeah
0: and imagine if, if you if you could uh you know at the beginning of star wars you know darth vader just goes and wrecks all those those dudes um you know who are like you know the twitching like Blonde eyebrows, dude, just like oh, so terrifying. when I was a kid, watching that, like, oh my god, this guy looks terrified, and he's just like waiting, <laughs> and he just comes and they just like you know, um, smash them all, you know, like the stormtroopers and Darth Vader. Um, imagine, you know, after that, if you know, Princess Leia is like, how could you? And he's like, actually, yeah, good point. What am I doing with my life? All right, let's be friends. You're like, ah, oh, that movie was fast. That that went well, did it? no we yeah. didn't we didn't learn anything and we didn't experience the range of emotions of being human and so I think yeah it's an important point that like it's good to go from everything's fine to going oh uh, red alert there's some fishy stuff going on on planet earth and we mm-hmm. there are babies go to Yemen you know to get out of the abstract stuff um, and look what's happening there with the kind of genocide etc assisted by Western allies what's going yeah. on with saudi arabia and corporations
1: all that. Who, who sell munitions corporations yep.
0: making enormous money off war who want are... war sorry
1: yeah places who the the people who create the weapons to destroy cities uh-huh. the people who get the contracts to build it back up you know right that whole
0: no bid contracts Halliburton, dick yeah. cheney being uh vice president kind of seemingly running the bush administration and then former CEO of Halliburton. And then Halliburton gets this no bid contract to rebuild everything he blew up. Interesting, right. you know. And the um, fact that
1: wars make a
0: lot of money in general. Yeah, know? like that thing, war is a racket. The guy in the thirties who was a a general, like a, a, pro- a retired a proper general, like in the United mm-hmm. States Army saying, war is a racket and it, it has always been a racket. It's possibly the oldest racket. A racket being like, you know, you hear it like the Al Capone and stuff, you know, racketeering but it's basically some, an illegal enterprise, which is not what it, no, a, an enterprise, which is not what it appears. Um, and it puts up a front to um, so to maintain its activities. And it's at the exploitation of the many for the benefit of the few.
1: Hmm. So
0: um, gambling could be a racket, you know, a, pros- a prostitution, whatever, or war, you know, where you put up a front of, oh, we're going for f- democracy, but it's like something else. But point being like, um, uh, yeah, like you say, all these, it's, yeah, so it's good to become aware of this. That's a positive step in evolution and maturity of perspective. But then it's not the end goal where you're like raging about, you know, how life is so unfair and what's going on. That's actually, just wait, you know, on the, on the other side you go, oh yeah, okay. It is, you know, a, a, a veritable fish market, this planet. There's a lot of, you know, a lot of strange things going on. Um, however, actually this is good because it's part of this beautiful story history is the greatest story of all try to outright history you know good luck to you and um it requires dark and light and um yeah so
1: yeah absolutely i mean yeah truth is stranger than fiction kind of another <clears throat> good saying to throw in there i mean
0: yeah i think that's and the thing is truth is stranger than <laughs> fiction is also stranger than fiction and truth
1: truth is it's stranger truth. <laughs> than fiction
0: <laughs> uh yeah, truth is, Struth is, is um, danger and friction. Right, and uh, uh, froth is proof of diction. Ah, oh, yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, <laughs> I learned that from the government in school. Yeah. Taught me what <laughs> was what. Um, very good. Uh, um, nose dive into absurdity. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Surprised.
1: Very good. And that's you know the humour also very Indeed. very necessary, Indeed. but which sort of connected to what I was about to say is if you want to I think if you want to live a full life you need to have open eyes and an open heart and you need to actually process what comes in those eyes and into your heart and so if you see something that's beautiful you need to celebrate it if you see something that's maybe negative or like parasitical something not ideal you don't need to like you know, completely like freak out or lose your mind, you can look at it and understand it within the context of beauty and that there is this spectrum of light and dark and this play of opposites, just like music, you know, and the cadence of life and that ultimately, yeah, it makes life more beautiful if you can accept the dark with the light and be honest with what you see and what you feel your intuition in the world, but all of that spectrum to be fully embraced requires some sort of either you know um, spiritual sort of openness to spirituality in the sense of that life is meaningful at the bare minimum you know and that it's a beautiful story and that the hero learns or is introduced to their strength through adversity and there the poignant beautiful theme of every great movie is transformation at the end of it the character has learned something and that is us in this life so we shouldn't shun and avoid any negativity whether it's within our own minds or within our relationships or within our societies or whatever Mm -hmm. we should embrace it as part of the interplay and like live full lives you know so it's not negative it's part of a play of opposites and there is meaning and beauty
0: in that play of opposites absolutely and i think part of the journey of learning and exploration is that you realize um it's not a or b there's it's there's a option c right or like discovering nuance it's almost like a picture where it's becoming gradually less pixelated you know you get more details coming in oh that's that square's green oh actually it's green and blue oh actually the blue bits um, blue and a bit of purple you know um, in specifically meaning here like uh, that um, in this situation that like it's not oh um, I'm against I, I think like you can say that something is should change and is unhealthy and at the same time accept it on an emotional level and not be um, upset by it you know you can understand it and, ex- and accept it while also saying yeah it would be more enjoyable for everyone, if uh, and a, the game would be more interesting if we uh, change that, and mm-hmm. and on a certain you have to again communication you need to be aware who you're talking to, so I think certain people you would express that perhaps not as yeah I accept it you might not need to mention that you just say this is wrong we need to change it and they might assume that you hate it and that's fine because if you said you accept it they might get the wrong idea certain people who aren't at that stage of um, depixelation of morality or ontology or something you know um, and they go like so and you know and we all have different things for investigating so that maybe a cook really understands their thing really deep but then maybe people who are more thinking about the nature of like you know um, political economy and stuff or like just what's right and you know or how to you know run communities and stuff then yeah that would be something you eventually notice I think is like if you keep looking it's like or actually yeah um, we can understand this part of this beautiful story and at the same time say that on, a, on the ultimate level it's fair and that's all good and it is fair and that brings you peace but then on, a, on another level which is also real but just perhaps we could say less ultimate um, it's not fair and um, that's a paradox There's not a contradiction a paradox is something that looks like a contradiction but it's not really you know right so. yeah I mean you could say <clears throat> my friend died you know uh, mm.
1: that is unfair and yet they were born and for you to be in a position to be bereaved you were also born i mean you know that's a freebie like you're here you know yeah <laughs> so free real estate jim free real estate jim got the keys um <laughs> so, <laughs> it's a free house jim so basically yeah i mean you could perceive it as unfair but ultimately there's nothing more fair than the fact that we're alive to have any opinion at all so I mean ding dong you know so at that point I think mm, everything kind of makes more sense and I think a lot of the reason people I feel like people aren't entirely authentic these days um you know everybody myself included like it's Mm -hmm. all this kind of ricocheting around the columns of the mind and um, being able to pinball find a way of the soul. Yeah. And so, you know, I think a key to that living a deeper life or just at least for myself and I imagine for others considering we're all human beings, you know, if you can open your mind to be able to look into new information about yourself or things outside of yourself and your relationships or the society. Or the universe, in you know more esoteric, metaphysical, spiritual understandings of, you know, um, what meaning is and what life is about. Who are we? I think that kind of uh, that is a context in which you can <clears throat> observe the hard truths that some people want to avoid. I think they never get there because they're like, uh oh, danger, scary. I don't want to think about that. That makes me uncomfortable. But if they could see beyond that to like the beauty and the context, maybe they'd be excited to look at that mm-hmm. ostensibly dark material or that ostensibly negative situation within their own psyche. If you can understand, wait, you're here to grow. We're all here to grow. Absolutely. The hero grows through the bat the villain, you know, being like, hey, watch yep. out. Or, Love thy enemies. Whether
0: it's a metaphor or not, you know? Yeah, love thy enemies, not just because they know not what they do. Um, they're on a on the ultimate level. They're on autopilot. Their soul is not at the wheel. Their ego, there's a parasite that they think is them um, based on suffering and us against them, psychology, and it's running the show, constant thoughts, and there's no <clears> space around them. But, um, but also love thy enemy because your enemy teaches you, you know, um, mm-hmm. helps you grow. Um, and... Uh, uh, I knew I should have had more than seven coffees today. What was I about to say? <laughs> and I haven't said. Well, I didn't
1: have enough coffees. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm a. You know. But I'm yeah, you. Was... <clears throat> yeah. Um. Anyway, you... I'm trying to tell if if my camera's a little blurry or if it's my eye size blurry. Probably both. Probably. Yeah. Anyway. Probably. Neither. Um.
0: Could be a third option. Yeah.
1: What was? I was, <laughs> yeah. was going to say. Uh. Yeah, the um to challenge what you just said momentarily just cuz yeah. why
0: not. Could you hold that fun. thought? <clears throat> yeah. I, I just remembered what I was going to say. Or oh, would you like to interrupt my inter interruption?
1: Um I'd like to do a, a really uncouth maneuver and just clean my Oh. What well, I can't
0: believe. Oh yeah. You ate the whole thing. Um I can't
1: believe I ate the whole <laughs>
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. proceed it. But I do have a point, but you proceedeth. it. Very good. Please hold that um, sizzling hot potato from hand to hand so that it doesn't burn you, psychically speaking. Um, I think a very yeah, important thing to remember is, like, often people who are, for whatever reason, due to, you know, the nature of our makeup, a lot of it which is not really within our conscious control, at least at the moment, who knows how much we chose to come here or something and configure our like the Sims, like oh I want, you know I'm gonna spend eight points on charisma, two points on you know conscientiousness <laughs> or whatever, whatever it is, you know, um, but uh, or if it's just like oh you you're born with a brain, you didn't choose the brain, you know, and it's the result of your parents' actions and you know whatever and they, you know, exercising free will, but a lot of that was out of their control, da da da, and so on and so forth. It's just the Big Bang continued, but um, for whatever reason we are who we are and. Um, those of us who are more um, tempted and for whatever reason have engaged more with anomalies and things that don't make sense within the prevailing structure, yin and yang, order and chaos, were more willing to flirt with chaos and go, oh, what, which is also the hero's journey, you know, going out into the unknown, leaving your home country, having a little adventure, seeing if you can find uh, some dragon to slay, get the gold. Bring it back home and share it, and go, "Hey guys, look what I just figured out." Um, uh, you know, these cartels are running the planet, <laughs> or whatever it is. Um, uh, the, the point being, any kind of you know more esoteric information that other people might not be aware of, uh, it's very. Um, if it's something kind of that triggers neg- negativity, it's something kind of more negative. You notice, rather than, "Oh, we're all immortal, guys, check it out." That's one thing, you know. And right. but then. You know, if it's like, oh, you know, there's this thing, you know, there's uh, these things going on, and you know, it's not so good, bad news. But we need to, you know, we need to be aware of it, right? It's worse if we're not aware of it. That's then we're more in the cage. Um right. It's very important that you know the you come the way when you when you express it, you express it with an emotion that is appealing, so people want. Mm-hmm. You know, you've said this before many times, right? Where someone like yeah, you just got, yeah, you don't understand. Da, 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 da. It's like. You know, if you don't look happy, people are gonna go, oh, that guy's looking into all this stuff and he, he doesn't seem very happy. I don't wanna be like that. So you, you gotta be have, you know, not bite off more than you can chew and kind of have the self-awareness to kind of be like um, more important than what you're saying is how you're saying it and having, you know, a kind of serene, calm, humorous is good, humble, you know, just being like, oh, this is a, th- if you're interested, you know, I think this is a thing, you know, and they go, oh, okay. Then people can receive that. But I think, and so that's the part of the benefit of, you know, like, um, if you're really going to try to raise awareness on the planet about things, you really need to take do your homework and take care of your, you know, sweep up sweep the temple diligently, you know, uh, dawn and dusk, and you know, keep yourself in a kind of happy place, um, and you know where where you can show that it is exciting and it is a wonderful, beautiful adventure and hilarious to just dig into the truth of reality, you know? And it, it isn't, it actually is the, the calmer, more comfortable experience is to devote yourself to truth and open yourself up to contradictions and anomalies. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. And uh, yeah, going to that, uh, you know, what you brought up about anyone, you know, if someone's overwhelmed and trying to communicate some supposed truth, Mm. either it's like you're wrong and you know you're crazy or you're right and I, I'm going to be crazy <laughs> you know um, if I take that in um, or just yeah it's so effectively you not no one does anyone a service in an ultimate way if you're emotionally unbalanced and you're being an ambassador of a certain idea any, any moment you're communicating you're an ambassador of that idea to that person you're gonna create an association on sub, sub subconscious level. So having that twinkle in the eye as often as possible, you know? Mm. Uh, and just not sweating it, just partaking in the great twinkle in the twinkle. Twinkle the twinkle. so yeah, I think but I think there's yeah, huge promise. I think all people love learning until they go to school as I always say no I'm kidding <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> um, but not kidding but yeah like education that is a virtue in just the sense of we are here to learn I think so when we're learning about ourselves we're growing when we're willing to learn when we're learning about the world outside us we're growing in our self outside us Ourself outside us yeah um, so that educational spirit doesn't mean oh i'm doing my masters in this or i'm doing this in that institution you know which in my opinion you're more or less just being part of someone else's business model instead of creating your own business though to a certain extent you can gain information but a lot of it's free on the internet but what i mean by education more in the spirit of curiosity and learning and having that realizing that it's so fun to learn new things about yourself and about the world and all this you know, and, uh, that it kind of takes, yeah, that, uh, attitude of courage to look at different things and just know that, you know, as long as you're growing, as long as you're trying different things, it's a beautiful story, you know, so.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, people say like, "Oh, um, Jamie's hairs better than Mark's. You know yeah. and i tell them well i mean that's subjective but um but you're probably right you know and yeah. uh and then and then eventually sooner or later i go like look lads please stop talking about my hair g-. the point is you know um mm. uh, some people say you know like uh or oh, w- why would i bring a, a child into this world with all this suffering and so well would you rather your parents hadn't brought you into this world and you're still here so we can i the i think it's a fair uh implication or d- d- uh, inference that uh you would rather be here you know and that uh, as you say something's better than nothing even something which is full of suffering is better than nothing so who's going to enjoy the nothing you know it's like oh it'd be amazing if it was just peace just nothing existed like well i mean you wouldn't be enjoying that nothing so you know couldn't you just kind of you know, get into a bit of yoga or, you know, uh, mindfulness or whatever, learn to turn off your mind, um, watch some hilarious movies, hang out some trees, walk barefoot in nature, whatever, um, you know, get yourself an ancient Egyptian statue, or whatever, whatever floats yeah. your boat, whatever blows your hair back. Um, and, uh, you know, like live um, and do your best to make peace with the, the difficulty of it. But even if, you, you know, your life is full of suffering. If you grow, if you can say, you know what, um, whether it's short or long, you you can say with your life, I've been the hero of my own story as Joe Rogan would say, which I think was a very powerful thing to me at some point. Um, I was a younger man, young fry. I was like, yeah, that's, that's some deep stuff, you know, like Mm -hmm. to be the hero of your own story. And you know, you don't need to be, it doesn't need to be the most interesting story. You don't need to be the greatest hero, but I think, yeah, just to to learn. Um, is this why we're here? To learn, to love, to grow, as, as Marcus Aurelius once said. You know, um, hmm. in his hit hit song. Um, but yeah, you dig it, right? Digging too.
1: Absolutely. Digging too. Is that Irish again? Or
0: I'm digging too. Oh, so yeah, yeah. Do, do you understand? Because you know that's the origin of. Do you, can you dig it? It's like, do you understand? Oscaelga. Very good. Uh, I forgot how to say yes in Irish. Tor. Well, there is no yes or no yeah. in Irish. You just re- repeat the verb in the positive or negative. So no, if it's no, like just... pretty sure. So if it's like, and will agat? Do you sp- Do you have Irish? Do you speak Irish? You go. It's like, is, uh, yeah. And you go like to, which is like be like, yeah, basically, yeah, basically like have, you know, or don't uh, have, but. Well, you know. Yeah. Ah, Mahu. Uh, mahu. Exactly. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, I've got to
1: expand my Irish vocabulary. But yeah, I mean, what you were saying, yeah, about like being uh, the hero of your own story or just seeing, finding, you know, the fact that you're here, like, would you rather not be here? I mean, you know, some people do make the decision to not be here, which is pretty intense. Yeah. But I mean, Even then, from what I can tell, you don't really leave the universe, you just move to somewhere else. We are eternal, we're always experiencing. So if someone's like, listen, it's an eternal movie and it goes forever, and there's little chapters, this one chapter's called Mark McGlue, or Jamie McGlue, it's a lifetime, and you gotta learn things and have certain experiences, and it just rolls on forever. And forever isn't even a straight line, it's a circle. And it's just learning and growth and love and connection and beauty. And that's the universe, if that's like how it works. Uh, would you really wanna be like, oh, I'm so tired of this. You'd be like, okay, I gotta find a way to not be tired of this, because it goes <laughs> forever."
0: From- <laughs> yeah. yeah. Settle you in. got to
1: find some practical way to like harmonize with the universe, so. Mm. I think finding beauty out of sorrow or suffering, you know, people say, oh, there's no meaning in life. It's all meaningless. It's like so miserable. It's like, well, like you've said to me before, like people in those situations, like, well, you seem to be finding meaning within your suffering. Mm -hmm. So are you sure there's no meaning to life? You know, you seem pretty upset about it. You're certainly experiencing a deep emotion.
0: Yeah. Why don't you just let it go if it's meaningless? Right. You don't believe in that. Do you?
1: Yeah, there is meaning to you. It's meaning something to you. It's afflicting your heart, and, you know, uh, metaphorically. And, um, but yeah, I think, I don't know, any, uh, I feel like this conversation, we need to address the full nature of what is the universe, Jamie.
0: Yes, well, well, because I, I, well don't, we've been I don't We're going to mess
1: in that. our duties. What would you say?
0: Right? Um, I think the universe should say it for us. Probably, I don't think we're qualified. Okay.
1: Yeah.
0: And I haven't—I haven't been to okay. university, so I don't think I could speak on speak to that. <laughs> People True. using "to" instead of "about." Let's say yeah. silently with our own Silently, eyes. all right. Uh, if you got that, let's see. Um, the full nature of reality. Yeah, basically. Yeah, we just said it right. Silence. Uh, but I think spirituality, we should mention, like, because I used to think that, like, I remember reading, um, like, what is spirituality? I think a lot of intelligent people who could, you know, embark on the path of, like, adventure of, like, the path of, you know, like, a more esoteric wisdom or whatever, or the um, rambling, freewheeling path of, you know, cosmic humor cosmic giggle would would be like hit up against something which i hit up against which was like uh you know like spirituality What that's just hand waving like what does that even mean you know and this error of thinking because i don't understand it it mustn't make sense it must it must be people who are kind of pretending it makes sense instead of being which i guess is making an assumption like you know don don mcguel ruiz would say rather than having the courage to ask a question or the initiative to ask a question, um, to say, what does that actually mean? Let's look up 10 different definitions of spirituality. And some people are doing hand waving. They don't know what they're talking about. You know, they're like, you know, man, it's like, uh, you just got, do just, reality. sorry. They
1: do, with everything. They,
0: do with everything. they do that with everything. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But like, um, I think, you know, um, at a bare minimum, like you said, to, to believe that, uh, you know, existence is a. I think you said something along these lines. It, existence is good. You know, it's it's a it's a good it's a good deal. You know, um, and um, but I think my basic kind of understanding what you could use spirituality to mean many different things because words don't have meanings in themselves. They are signposts at aspects of reality, and that's why you can have a word in French or German or Indonesian or whatever but it's the one phenomenon which is being talked about. There are signposts, right? Why is this word changing? This, this, this word's you know bullshit. What's going on here? No. But um it would be spirituality is basically, uh, well, that's a good question. What is it? But something along the lines of um, getting outside of uh, thoughts and we spend our lives, like until I was 17 and went meditating with, our beautiful friend Sasha Georgiadis. Shout out to Sasha um, and uh, Andreas. Um, so uh, you know, her dad I think was uh, going to this uh, Buddhist temple and in Australia, right? And went there and meditated and was out d- d- had no thoughts for like fifteen minutes. Went deep into this meditation, and I was like shocked that you could experience life without thoughts. I thought, I thought life was one long chain of thoughts this thought leads to that thought and maybe free will is deciding which direction your your next thought will be but that you know it's kind of um thought to thought but then actually no that's not the only thing in your experience there's this one space of consciousness this silent awareness and then there's thoughts filling that they're a type of form that fills the space but that so basic spirituality would be um kind of waking up becoming Waking up, becoming fully sane, waking up out of this dream of, of only living through um, linguistic labels for stuff. And kind of, and I think we all, of course we all are already that consciousness, we already, that is who we are. But it's so, and there's always, I think, moments of you're looking at something or you just feel kind of calm, you're looking at a, a painting or whatever, and you're not thinking, but you don't realize it. So kind of becoming conscious and intentionally cultivating these spaces, of silence golden silence between thoughts and then that supercharges your thinking ability because you have the balance of it's like someone who's trying to go to the gym all the time and they never take a rest day it's not actually the most efficient right so i'd say spirituality the balance of that yeah
1: well i mean i guess i would feel like yeah that would be like an aspect of spirituality but spirituality as a very vague term you know What is spirit? The idea that life is spirit. So instead of someone saying, well, life is just, it's matter, it's the universe, it's a physical thing, life, you know, the cosmos, it's space, it's physical. Well, if there are, you know, aspects to it that are spiritual, or that if you close your eyes, you know, what do you see? Who, like, where are you? You're within a space where you don't see anything. You say, well, that's just, you know, you got your eyes closed, there's a body, you're still in the world. Well, okay, maybe that's true. What about when you're dreaming? Your body is still and you're not moving at all. Your consciousness is experiencing a caramel milkshake in, you know, some neighborhood of Chicago, and then, you know, suddenly you go on some bizarre adventure and someone's chasing you with a shopping trolley and you're terrified and you wake up with you know heart palpitations and cortisol going through your blood and you feel like the adrenaline as if it was a real experience you're in your bed there is some spiritual aspect to experience that goes beyond the physical that we can knock knock on and in some way consciousness or awareness they're probably very similar words I think spirituality would be more directed towards the idea that the universe is composed of consciousness, not matter or spirit. Uh, Spirit is the one spirit of all life. That is the fact of something instead of nothing. So these are all words, but spirituality in my mind would be the, um, I suppose, the pursuit of truth or the pursuit of uh, or the practice of and the pursuit of being, you know, the fact of being. Uh, that that is, and when someone says, oh, the spirit of an artist, what do you mean? Is that a metaphor? Like, I don't know. I just said it. Everyone says, I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> they but just told to me like... to say this. Yeah. So, but I think, yeah, certainly it turns a lot of people off. And there would be some people who are intellectually uncomfortable with the idea of, Spirituality, I would find it underwhelming and like, oh, those people with like their yoga pants, and oh, uh, God, it's like so tiresome and pretentious. And then there's people, you know, sometimes it is, but it's the same, you know, same with everything. Uh, you could, you know, you could draw that conclusion upon most things. that uh, Human nature plays itself out in whatever your vocation. But I think the important reason why. Spirituality is important, or you could call it metaphysics if you want a more scientific idea, or esoteric, or for some people it's religion, though I think that's kind of a politicized glass ceiling on spirituality. Really, just talking about consciousness or being, life in the universe, you know, it's important because if you go into that, it enriches all your current pursuits you'd have otherwise. But effectively, it's the most practical way to be able to enjoy yourself, to be able to close your eyes and feel good in your own energy. You need to be able to meditate like what you were saying about the thoughts. But also, if you can have some sort of building blocks of how does the universe work and look into it, even if you don't find the answer, you're going to understand more than if you never look. So it's almost like the quest to be happy and to be your authentic self is going to involve looking into some deep stuff that goes beyond the coffee table and, you know, just the physical things you see around you, it's spiritual. What do you reckon?
0: Um, Yeah. Sounds about right. And... um, (laughs) Well, that was good talking. Wrapped it up. Um, Yeah, I think a lot of it, though, is like, it's like, it is this openness to just experience and, um, you know, like, Cause the thing is spirituality is like God it's kind of a word for that which is outside of words so you could you could expri- there's no one answer really I think basically it's a signpost pointing at that which is beyond signposts you know um, mm-hmm. like someone said God is a unique word in the English language in you know language because um, God in English right but um, uh, meaning uh, that yeah it's the, the 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 word which is for all the things we don't understand we don't know what it is you know and you could yeah. use god in different you could mean the creator of the universe or, and the sustainer or the infinite consciousness which is experiencing life through all its little parts the tree yeah. to which we are the stems etc but you know the source mm-hmm. of being yeah whatever um but, god is
1: very triggering for most people
0: yeah yeah absolutely very loaded with like Connotations of the internal dictionaries don't line up like oh you mean that guy that kind of zeusian fellow who like yeah, told me what to the do catholic, the catholic church or you know yeah 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 whereas we mean something very different but um but uh but yeah i think um spirituality is kind of this intellectual humility of like just Um, yeah an openness to truth-seeking and it turns out that it's all aspects of being you know there's just many facets of the diamond so the jewel you know it's like there's like the fundamental here's a fun game mark All right, so what are the Mm -hmm. fundamental facets of the jewel of existence we have being right Uh, that might be the inside facet I don't know Um, but then you know humor would be love You couldn't throw them off the list, right? They're too fundamental, right? Mm -hmm. Love, humor, truth. What else? Beauty. Beauty, yeah. Joy. Goodness. Joy. Joy. Yes. Peace. I mean, we could go forever. Peace, yeah. Yeah, maybe. Could we? I suppose so. Should we? No, probably not. (laughs) (laughs) But... um, um. very good I think yeah that as far as the whole
1: just running back on that spirituality or whatever even if you don't want to use that word I don't really use that word myself that often I just will talk about like what does it mean to be who I am what does it mean to be happy to be growing to be learning like where am I going you know if I'm gonna exit this life at a certain amount of certain amount of time, what do I want to, if I reverse engineer that, what do I want to see when I'm on my deathbed looking back? I am I have total control over that at this point. And if you embrace that reality and you just look back, you're like, I want a meaningful happy life. Yeah. Then whatever way you go about it, as long as I think you're being good to yourself and true to yourself, you will be good to the world and true to the world. So. If you if you just embrace and love yourself, you know, which is often a challenge. Um, hmm. I think everything else follows. So instead of what is all these ideas, spirituality, blah blah blah. I think if right. people you know if people just love themselves and just be who you are, you know, you already exist. So the hard part's done. <laughs> if you just if you just love it and enjoy it, yeah, and sure. everything follows surely. I mean yeah this just to me maybe I'll go practice
0: this okay yeah yeah no right on beautiful Hmm. I dig that um yeah and love yourself accept yourself uh and yeah the simultaneous thing of being able to accept yourself and love yourself and also enjoy um just for fun just you know keep growing you know and uh that they actually are mutually reinforcing the more you accept yourself the more you can improve and grow um the more you improve and grow the more you can accept yourself you know so absolutely very good uh so mark this is what uh almost just an hour and a half i think so how hmm. uh are you uh, ready for um to go to chicago and you know get chased by trolleys and Whatever this strange dream was, uh, or you could choose another dream.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I didn't have that one, but you know, maybe something nicer. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty ready. I haven't been remembering my dreams recently, though. Mm. I need a, I need to work on that. I'd rather fly. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully I'll fly, and I don't know. Well, if I, if I
0: have a lucid dream, Jamie, what do you think I should do? What do you? Any requests? Oh. Probably. Um. Good question. Uh, Dream—you're having a lucid dream, or is that too I'll obvious? what
1: your next podcast episode should be about?
0: Oh. Yeah, but then you might—you're going to have to saddle up and deal with the déjà vu of that. You'd be like, "It's happening," you know, when it manifests. Or hmm. um, you could have a lucid dream about—I'd say whoever listens to this podcast first—kind of fill in the blank now. What with what Mark should have a lucid dream about? Omnideo, Deo, Omni Oriodio, Di Omnio, Cool. So you could, or maybe about love, something related to love, as a if as a plan B. How could I love myself fully, even more? How couldn't you? That's a good point. <laughs> Very good. Um. So, to intuition. You want to you give us small...
1: one? as well
0: yeah absolutely yeah, <laughs> yeah bring yeah, us okay. bring us home with a little music i'll do a slow more ballad version of it or something okay
1: it's a roly poly world all the good boys and girls sit and wishing twin tuition
0: of and beautiful very beautiful all together there
1: we could work on the lyrics a little make them make more sense
0: yeah yeah it's, good. it's a good start it's good i love it cool yeah. man well uh thanks for joining uh the podcast and yeah. uh thank you for joining us uh sweet beings of uh our divine triplet slash quadruplet slash whatever you call uh, camera three Uh, (laughs) (laughs) the our eight billion more or less twins of our brothers and sisters of the planet and all those invisible uh beings hovering around our celestial entourage Mm
1: -hmm. much love thank you to and from the great spirit
0: all hail existence i was gonna say the hypno but yeah yeah that too yeah that'll be good (laughs) thank you people thank you mark